And welcome everyone back. We've decided to pre-record this again. We'll be posting this between every single quarter. Again, Polar Opposites special of we, as we watch Canada versus Spain in what could be Canada's last game at the tournament. But to give you a little update on Group L, Latvia did beat Brazil 104-84. So Latvia is in to the next round. They now just await to see if they finish first or second depending on who wins the Canada versus Spain game and by how much. Another thing to mention here at halftime, the Americans are down big, 54-37 to Lithuania in Group J. So Lithuanians might be able to steal the number one spot away from Team USA in that group. Cajun, very big results there earlier today and going on right now as we speak. Well, very big indeed because... um not only are Puerto Rico and Brazil out of the running, Dominican Republic, the, the Dominican Republic are down big to Serbia. So basically, when they only got one job to do, win this game, you automatically qualify. Now, if you lose, it gets a little bit complicated because you have to play in the last chance qualifying tournament for next year. But, but, and I've noticed this. Top two teams, the top two teams from this tournament qualify for Paris. Now I'm not so sure if, based off of the high point differential that Canada had throughout their first three games, would they be that second team that qualifies, or do they have to be a part of a last chance tournament? I don't know. But it's in, it'll be interesting to see what happens if they do lose, because the United States would be the only team. That would move on to the quarterfinal. Uh, that would move on to quarterfinal action. But there would be no other America's team, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when they lose. Yeah, the Americans, and if they don't come out on top, I know they've already qualified, but still losing to Lithuania might be showing some cracks there with that team. And we are off between Spain and Canada. A game that will hold so much implication. Winner takes all here in the fifth and final game of the group stage. And this is the second group stage of the tournament before we get the quarterfinals. This Canadian division will go up against Germany and Slovenia. Germany put up a Big spot on the Slovenians, 100-71, to 71, I believe the final score of that one was. So with that, Germany will take the first spot while Slovenia slots in at number two in that divi- in that pool. And so that means... The, and boy, are they a dangerous two seed. Uh, talk about Luka Doncic, who had 22 in the loss. So no one's looking at Slovenia as an easy game, Cajun, I would say. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see which one of Group L face off against them because that will go down, I believe, to point differential, which right now Spain and Canada do hold over Latvia. So it should be Latvia facing off against Germany, but it will be Kane and or Spain versus Slovenia, which is definitely not a nice thing to think about if you're trying to be the number one team in your pool. Hey, but if you end up beating Spain and qualifying for the Olympics, it's, it's 
It's a, it's a lot easier to stomach if you win this game, though. Early 5-4 lead in favor of Canada. So we'll see if the Canadians have the start. I, I hoped and expected they would have today. As I will say, my prediction was Canada drops over 100 and win by 20 or more. Cajun, you were a little more pessimistic, saying Canada wins by seven. Yeah. Which is usually the opposite way around. So I know you were kind of shocked that I was the optimist here of the two of us, but somebody's got to be it. And I guess I wore the hat. Mm hmm. And another thing I want to mention, Cajun, that I know doesn't matter because they're both out, but just something that people should know is Litho or, uh, pardon me, that Lebanon beat Iran today by 10 and France won today. So, or I guess yesterday. So that does mean that everyone in Canada's group has maximized their points, gotten two wins out of two in the 17 to, I believe, 32 rankings. Yes, 17 to 32 class. So that, again, does just show how good the Canadian division was, that Lebanon won both of their games and France won both of their games against the Ivory Coast and Iran. Because the Ivory Coast was one win away from Brazil to getting into this second round. That was a game that was a winner-take-all in that group just a week ago or so ago. There's a lot about the says a lot about the talent of the group Canada was in as they're up seven six now. But Dylan Brooks with his with his second foul of the game. Color me shocked. Lou Dort in. And we were and we were talking about this earlier. And we were talking about this earlier, how Dort was absolutely spectacular in that game against Brazil. Maybe the best player on the floor. I definitely would agree with that. Dort was probably the best player for Team Canada in a, in, in all honesty, a horrible game for the Canadians. But you still got to have a best player, and it was definitely the Oklahoma City Thunder, Lou Dort. Mm -hmm. What point are you at right now? I can't even find a stream cage. So right now you're the only one with eyes on the game. I just used what you gave me. Oh, I know. It's my Wi-Fi. My, uh, my line to my house has been very finicky the last week or so. So everything's been running about half to quarter speed of what it should be. So we've been battling technical difficulties here at the 
Byers household. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to say what's going on right now. Spain is up 8-7 to seven with five and a half minutes to go. And this was a problem in this in the Brazil game, offensive uh, taking care of the defensive rebounds. And two offensive rebounds on that same possession, leading to a Willie Hernan Gomez putback. He's already got six points. And what's concerning is that Canada is in foul trouble too. Dylan Brooks picked up two early fouls and. Lou Dort picked up a blocking foul, which could have very well been a charge, but Canada with 14 fouls already. And Dort knocking down a triple to tie things up at 10. He knocked down three threes against Brazil. And this ain't the greatest, and this could not, this possession could not have gone any worse for Canada. Not only did RJ Barrett draw the foul, but Alex Abreen knocked down the three on top of it. But this might be challenged. You only do get one challenge, however. So you have to be rather careful when you use it. Canada used theirs, I believe, in the third quarter. So when it came to the fourth quarter, they didn't have a chance to use it because they'd already used it prior. So using your challenge in very advantageous spots occasion is very important. So they counted the three, but it was their 15th foul, so they get two free throws out of this. This is. This is odd. Now, Spain only up four despite all of that. Dort for three, no good. And what's concerning right now is Spain have extended their lead to six. Willie Hernan Gomez is just wreaking havoc inside of the paint with eight points. 
Now, the downside to Spain using Willie Hernan Gomez is that he's not the greatest of rim protectors. So Canada can attack the rim at will, you would think. But they got to figure out a way to stop Hernan Gomez on the offensive end. You mentioned it last stream, Cajun. If that means Zach Eady, Purdue product, who did not declare to go to the draft this year, if that means he has to hit the floor, that might make it a little more interesting because he is probably the least experienced player on this entire Canadian roster. I think easily the most un- inexperienced player. So it's kind of a give and take if you play Zach Eady, who has not played a whole lot this tournament either, which so maybe some rust might also play a factor here for the for the Canadian seven-footer. But you kind of wish that, you know, Coach Jordy Fernandez had a little more confidence in Edie that we could see the big man play just for the size and sheer rim protection alone, let alone the offensive end that is really good but is limited in what he's able to do like we've seen at Purdue where he's great at post seals, but almost all of his catches are within about 10 feet. He doesn't really catch the ball above the um, free throw line because he doesn't want they don't want him taking jumpers at um, at Purdue. Under Coach Painter, I know that for a fact. So, you know, it's it definitely a limiting factor when you play Edio over, I'll say Olinick, who will probably be the center for the the, the Canadians regularly, or at least the, the the alleged center. If you were going with a old style of two guards, two forwards, and a and a center, if you're not going three guards, two two forwards, or however you want to cut that up. And speaking of which, Olenek just picked up his second foul on a moving screen, which which was arguably debatable whether it was. Great team box out there. And R.J. Barrett, you talked about him not basically being invisible. He's already got more points than he did against Brazil. He's got six early on. And this is an interesting lineup here. Playing a little bit small ball, Gilgis Alexander, Alexander Walker, Lou Dort. And I'm trying to figure, Barrett is on the floor too. Oh, it's okay. Oh, no, pardon me. Spain's are making subs right now. I finally got my screen up and running, Cajun, so now I should be good to go. Again, the Wi-Fi here has been... Or I guess also should say the internet, but I am using Wi-Fi here on my my tower computer. It's been rather finicky the last week or so. So surprisingly, we had no issues last or just a few days ago. But today, obviously, my internet's saying, "Oh no, no, no!" Like it's the Kami Matumbo occasion. No, 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 no. At one fifty. Go ahead. At one fifty to go. I think I'm a little heady, you Cajun, because I just saw the, I'll say jump ball on Barrett, but they might have called it a foul, and it looks like they did. Now, again, Cage, if you could keep that challenge if you want it, like in baseball, I think I challenged that, because that looked like a clean contest to me, Cage. That looked like a clean jump ball of, of a block there on R.J. Barrett. It might have been on, it might have been before the block, if anything. Because he did, because he, he did, kind of get hacked before he before he attacked the basket and before he went up for the shot. But still, way too early, and they already used up their challenge. Like 
Well then, Barrett. Barrett's taking the RJ Barrett is taking this game personal. Well, I do quickly want to mention Cage on the on the um, Sportsnet. I won't, I won't. I will say Sportsnet because they're the one I'm watching it on occasion, as as you are. But I believe yeah. they are taking this broadcast the from from an, another company. I believe. Don't quote me on that. But and regardless of that, they showed up a little graphic that it was one for seven for three for for Spain, while Canada's two for four. That's something they really improved on here as they turn the ball over on offense. But it's something they improved on from Brazil, where they shot from three leg garbage. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat just a few days yep. ago against Brazil. And that's not a great turnover there from Trey Bell Haynes. But they're lucky the uh, lucky the zoom action didn't work too well there for Spain. As it looks like a foul got called on the Spaniards, as they called Fernandez, and no, not Jordy for a block. Even though I think he could argue it was a charge on our poor RJ. But looks like Barrett's going to the line for two or for two. Getting a little too used to hockey, Cajun almost said two or less for a second. <laughs> now, you want to mention here quickly, Serbia has crushed the Dominican Republic. So Serbia is through to the next round. Serbia joins Italy in, in the next round. But Serbia, with that win, will move into first place in Group I, which means it'll be Serbia 1, Italy 2, going into the quarterfinals. And Serbia, quickly want to mention Cajun, because this is ludicrous, 71.7% from the floor, Cage. 71.7% from the floor. Well, Which means they shot well above 80% from two, with only shooting 36% from three. Talk about domination earlier today. Well, if you have Carl Anthony Towns as a rim protector, then it bodes well for the opposing team's offense. And Canada could not hit the buzzer beater, so 21-21 after one. They've already basically matched their first half total against Brazil, which, if I'm not mistaken, Cajun, was 33? If my... It was 37. Did it get as high as 37? It did get as high as 37. It was Brazil who got to 27. So Canada's almost matched Brazil's total at the half and yes brazil did end up winning that game if you are lucky enough not to remember but again <laughs> i will state again that latvia did beat brazil so latvia in brazil out winner of this game canada and spain will take the second and most likely top spot in the last group of the second group stage in group l considering how this First quarter started off for Canada. You gotta be thrilled that they're tied. They may have been one of, they may have been two of eight or two of nine from three, but there were a ton of offensive rebounds. And Willie Hernan Gomez was eating in the paint, and I mean eating. Uh, but some positives. Actually, one big negative. Shea Gilgis Alexander only took one shot, but he has started off slow before, so maybe he's trying to get into the action a little bit. But I think a big positive has to be RJ Barrett, because we talked about this. We talked about this. You talked. You talked about um, RJ Barrett was basically invisible. Where was he against Brazil? Now you know where he is against Spain. 
I, I had out the magnifying glass case, and I was like a little kid on the playground during, you know, third grade looking for spiders and bugs and stuff. Where is he? Where is that R.J. Barrett? I know he's supposed to be here, Gage. He's supposed to be here. Where is he? You would have you worn my glasses, and you still would have never seen him. Still would not have seen him. 